They should have trade. They need to trade him to Latvia right now for uh, one of the Ball brothers. <laughs> for, for one of them, we'll take the futures on uh, Lamelo. Yeah, there you we go. don't want Leandro. He's trash. We'll take the futures on Lamelo. Cooking with jet fuel. Oh my gosh, that's electrifying. You're gonna get a lot of live action. Oh yes. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to The Shore Thing here on Talk Radio 1190. Warren Shore here, uh, as always. A little bit of a change up to the lineup this week. We have Ryan going to be on the phone with us for the first segment. As you all know, he got married yesterday, so to con- congratulations to him and Jamie. We'll get the full recap here in a minute or so. And then filling in in the uh, chair is Ishmael Johnson. He is back. After he was here about a month ago, I think it was. And we will uh, tell you that you should take Texas State plus, what is it, 28 at, Rucker, at Rutgers next yes. week? 20? Take it. What is it? Is uh, it? I think it, was around, I think it was 20. I saw it was a big number, and I'm already liking that number for next week. <laughs> I will say I'm already 0-1 on the college football season. It hasn't really officially started, so I'm in need of a, a nice win. But he's wearing his Bobcat shirt. I missed the memo. Oh, uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but Texas State later I'll on. I'll text you next time. We, yeah, t- yeah, let me know, and we will uh, get into that. All right, so we'll now head to the phones. Uh, for, oh, thanks for coming in, too-ish, by oh, the no way. Problem, I should have said that. Of course, uh, uh, So we'll head to the phones right now to talk to the newly married Ryan, S- Ryan Silva as he is hours away from heading out of the country on the honeymoon and off to Belize. Ryan, hello, and congratulations. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're, uh, you know, couple, uh, just just about 24 hours into the marriage. Everything's still going pretty smoothly, so I think that's a plus. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, it was pretty, pretty great. You should have been there. I mean, I said, <laughs> as I said, I would have liked to have been there, but as I'll get into a little in a little bit, my cousin got married yesterday as well. Had a fabulous time at that, but right now, this is about you. It's not about what I did this weekend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I hold on. I have, a, I have a question first. Did you right. try last night at any time after the wedding? Did you try to put a little Fortnite on the phone while you're going to bed? A little, a little. Hey, I gotta get the. I gotta get on the Fortnite on the phone. I gotta get the thumbs. I gotta get the. Th- I gotta get the sticks wet. Um, I didn't. But the whole time we were in the groom suite, there's a, a TV in the groom suite. And not only did I mention it, but about three or four other people that came. Like, if I would have thought of it, I would have. So uh, there was definitely no lack of, uh, of Fortnite mentioning. And all my brothers were busting out their Fortnite uh, dance moves on the dance floor. <laughs> so uh, I still got my fix that way. All right. There you go. So uh, uh, I guess how was it? Is every Was it everything that you uh uh imagined it to be yeah for sure i mean everything went really smoothly we really didn't have um any hiccups or anything which i was surprised and shocked so uh that that was a definite positive but uh, i mean before we knew it it was all over so i mean not not much to complain about there i did see some uh pictures on facebook i clicked the hashtag I, or on Instagram, I need more people to upload so I can see some more pictures. Okay, but everything looked really nice. You look good. Uh, uh, the hairstyle, interesting hairstyle. No, I'm kidding. You look, it looked good. You and Jamie 
looked great together. And uh, I, as I said, I'm sorry I couldn't be there. I hope it was a, a great day. Oh, yeah, man. It was all good. Uh, like I said, I know family's got to come first. You did have a couple people asking about you, though. Uh, both Pat and uh, my older Uncle Joe, who was in Vegas with us, yeah. were asking if you were going to be there. And I said, uh, you know, I told him you had another obligation, but they uh, they were they were looking out for you, see where you're at. That's good. Did you get any subscribers to the show? The the main thing was they're not like, uh, hey, uh, passing out business cards. Here's how to subscribe. We need some more listeners. You know, I, I was saying, yeah, you and my partner partner would be here, but uh, you know, since he's not, go ahead and subscribe to the show. Maybe we'll get a couple uh, couple more listens on SoundCloud than usual, or maybe a couple more uh, downloads on the iTunes. All right, I like it. I like it. Anything else? We'll let you get. Uh, we'll let you get ready to. Uh, we'll let you get ready to go to Belize tomorrow. Unless nah, you got man, anything that's else. That's it. I just wanted to make sure. You know, I called in for a little bit. You know, make sure the fans are not still out. I'm still out here holding it down. But sometimes, you know, things come up where uh, where you can't make it in. Thanks, Ish, for filling in for us again, man. Yeah, oh, for sure. Great job last time, and I'll be uh, listening in. Uh, well, you know, once the once it hits iTunes, is to uh, critique everything. No, I'm <laughs> All right. Ryan, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Uh, I'll see you about next Tuesday. Have a great trip to Belize. And uh, make sure in fantasy baseball to bench all your starting pitchers in case your Wi-Fi goes up because your boy needs a win against you next week. Oh, yeah. I've already punted. I I decided about Wednesday of this week I punted on fantasy football. Or, excuse me, fantasy baseball. All my focus is on fantasy football now. Great. I love to hear that. I need a couple wins to make the playoffs. All right. Good talking to you, bud, and have a great trip, and we'll talk to you uh, on the show in a couple weeks. Sounds good. Thanks, buddy. Y'all have a good show. No problem. All right. So that is Ryan uh, there as he's going off to the wedding. He did say he Jamie gave him the okay to uh, uh, do the show. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, and I because I was like, hey, you want to do this? Like, what do you what are you gonna do? Yeah. And he's like, all right, I'll talk to Jamie. And she's like, yeah, you, you could do the show. And I was like, all right. All right, so okay. it's going to be the three of us in here. Right. I didn't. I, and I was in the back of my mind. I'm like, there's. He's going to. He's on there's Sunday. No he's, no there's no way he's going to be busy. <laughs> so I'm like, we'll just keep everything. And then he texted me, which is fine. Look, yeah. Obviously, I was not expecting him to do it. So, uh, not saying that there was like, uh, in a bad way of him right. not to do it. Uh, so it would have been a surprise if he would have. For sure. Like it would have been a favor and a surprise. Like I wouldn't <laughs> expect him to do it right. after coming. Uh, after having. Is big day yesterday. All right, I want to touch up on this last sec. Oh, by the way, uh, spread for Texas State Rutgers down to sixteen and a half. <laughs> I should have jumped in a week ago. It was like uh, twenty. I don't. Yep. I mean, that's I think it's because Rutgers named their starting true freshman quarterback last week. I, okay. I mean, who's Texas State quarterback? It's probably gonna be Willie Jones. I've never heard of the guy. Willie, he played last year a couple times. Did he? he came in for Damian a couple times last year. Okay, so all right, we'll see. We'll get into big Texas State breakdown uh, about. After the half hour, when we talk college football and Ohio State. All right, so a little rundown for the show. Uh, next segment, we are going to talk about high school football, since issues with TexasFootball.com. Uh, and that season, that's starting late this year. Usually it should have started this past week, at, this past week, but it's starting a week later this year. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get into that, and then we'll talk about the Cowboys and what has happened to Travis Frederick, which is not – I mean, it's – that's tough. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get into that situation, what it looks like for the team. And But first, I just want to say, as Ryan, uh, as I said last week, my cousin Ben got married to his fiance now wife, Anna. And it was the first time I'd ever met Anna. Uh, this They've been dating for a couple years, but I haven't been back to Cleveland in three years. So uh, very nice ceremony. The whole family 
uh, my whole dad's side of the family was there. All uh, 19 of us were all together, so we had a good dinner on Friday night. It's good to see everybody. Then we had the vers- the ceremony, just a nice little ceremony of immediate family. And out overlooking the flats and cleaving all the rustic kind of bridges, the railroad bridges and everything. And it was, it was a good... It was great. Cleveland's on the Cleveland's on the comeback, as I found out. I always knew it was, but it's only from secondhand opinion. Okay. But now firsthand opinion, the flats on the East Bank, it is it's popping. Okay. I'll tell you that. It is. I was like, all right, this is great. Went down there a couple times, but the wedding was great. Uh got some probably some new listeners to the show. Uh so that's always good. Always gotta pump that up. There you go. But it was uh really an enjoyable weekend. We had a good uh brunch today for all uh all of us and we had a great time it was it was fun and the thing i wasn't we were talking about like how i before the show to ish like how this is the first time all like of us have been together cousins for like probably nine years and we we were all growing up we were all like really close we'd all get to the um all the holidays together everyone's birthday we'd all be there so my cousin ben who got married is 32 so he's six years older than me another cousin is four years older than two years older, and it always goes down. The youngest cousin is nineteen, so this is the first time we've really all been together when we've been we've been like adults. Okay, and wow. so like not saying, but but like we could have drinks together and just that type of well, how are your jobs? Just talking about like it's not like oh how's high school, how's middle school, what's going on, like all that just uh, type of stuff. So just all us all of us being together as uh, adults was really fun and it was it was a great weekend uh i don't know if you saw my instagram story did you like the video i had of my dad uh did you see that one which one was that one it was one when i was just panning and just overlooking the uh overlooking the flats with the sunglasses on uh, <laughs> yes 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 okay, that okay. one he was there were multiple times he was just looking on the balcony just overlooking the flats like going through this heyday of like oh i was at shooters across there like all the memories he was having so that was that was to me it was really funny we were we were joking about that so it was a good time there all right so enough about weddings and this stuff it was all great congrats again to ryan and jamie and then my cousin ben and anna great weekends all around and we come back we'll talk get into sports and talk about high school football here on the short thing on talk radio All right, back here on the short thing. Talk Radio 1190. Warren here with uh, Ish filling in for Ryan. Ishmael Johnson from uh, TexasFootball.com. We'll get right into the high school football here. And last year, uh, we're on a new season, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it seems like just looking from your websites, doing some uh, research on it, looks like we'll start with 6A, but it's going to be the usual suspects again. There's no real team that is is a sleeper like Allen, Katie, all the like Travis, Westlake, all it seems like all the powerhouses are are back. Basically, um when you look at this area, Allen, obviously th- there's no reason to knock down the defending champions. Um they lost Brock Sturgis, of course, but they bring back Grant Tisdale at quarterback. When you anytime you can bring back a quarterback in high school, it's fantastic, especially somebody like him. Mm-hmm. They bring back somebody who some would consider the best wide receiver in the state, the Owees. Their defense is always going to be there, and the the Allen mold is often in the kind of similar to the Alabama mold. 
It's just kind of reloading, and then you're just eventually going to suffocate teams to taking over in the fourth quarter. There be there will be some close games in maybe at halftime, maybe at the end of the first quarter, but Allen's just going to keep punching, keep punching, and they're just going to wear teams out because they're the deepest, largest, <laughs> and sometimes most talented team on the field. I mean, I've gone to some, I've been to some games with them yeah. over the past couple of years, sure. and you just look at them, and they are just. I mean, it's it's. Unreal. I don't know how they. I mean, these kids. I don't get, get how they get so big. It's unreal. It's um. It's their offensive line is like a division two. Offensive line out there, if not a low, like a uh, low level division one offense. I mean, right. these guys are absolutely massive. It's absolutely unreal what they can do year in, year out. Um, I mean, again, it's 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 part of the you know the tradition established there, the recent tradition established there, and it's just sheer numbers, right? They're gonna by math have probably you know, oh just the numbers, numbers but and, yes, yeah. Um, but even you know. Even some of the lesser teams, or not lesser teams, but teams below them, like Travis, they're going to have a kind of a different offense this year. You know, we're used to seeing the kind of a five wide, four wide, spread them out, throw 50 times a game. Hudson Carnett quarterback's a very different quarterback that they've had in the past. He's not Garrett Gilbert. He's not uh, Baker Mayfield. He's an absolutely incredible athlete. And then at wide receiver, they have some uh, who some people consider the best player in the state in Garrett Wilson, who's somebody that Lake Travis has kind of been looking for, which is an absolutely dynamic, game-breaking elite receiver. So uh, Lake Travis is going to be a lot of fun as well. Even, uh, I mean, looking down, Duncanville is going to be fun. Duncanville is going to be back from after having another great team last year. There's a lot. It, it's the usual suspects, but sometimes a little different feels. Westlake's another team. It's kind of a new uh, new group. Anderson takes over, or he continues from last year at quarterback. They're going to kind of be in the mix again, and it's just going to be a lot of fun this year. I, I, 6A, it might end up just being Lake Travis and <laughs> Allen again and, you know, uh, at the top again. But, I mean, I'm really excited to see what happens in, this, in that division. But that to cl- me, that are they are Allen and Lake Travis, they're not in the same region, are they? Are they in the same division? Or no, year, yeah, they, you won't you won't year. know the division until uh, right, right. until the playoffs. I forgot but they're they the met, only. But they met last year. Yeah. So so the thing is, it's like we talk about this with the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. but like the upsets are great. But you want to see you, you want to see Alan you want to see <laughs> you want to see the best teams. You want to see Alan like Travis again. You want to see, see that matchup again. I know, like you want to see the juggernauts play the juggernauts. Right. Like I don't, I couldn't imagine seeing look. Every st- I would love every- to see. I would love to, to shout out some more DFW. I would love to see Duncanville in the state title game for sure. It'd right. be great. I would love to. I would absolutely love to see Riley Dodge take South Lake Carroll. You know, even though they're they're traditionally they're a powerhouse and they haven't been up to that standard recent years. Yeah. But I would love to see them back there. But I want I do kind of want to see the absolute pinpoint the most talented teams face each other. Like in, in Loyola Chicago was great, right? But guess what? Move out the way, Villanova's here. Yes, <laughs> let me let me see the big boys go against the big boys. No, yeah. and and I think the South Lake thing is interesting too with sure. the Riley whole. Dodge, yeah. Uh, Hal Lawson thing and what happened uh, yeah. over there, and uh, Riley Dodge coming back to coach. Like, what do you think? I mean, they, they, like you said, they they are a traditional power in the state, but they've kind of been on the second round and out, second sure. third you know, round they, kind they, of out type yeah, of deal the past was, couple last of years. Year was their first good year in a while, and they, I mean, let's face it, they took a risk hiring Riley Dodge. He's twenty nine. He was a coordinator uh, previously at, uh, I believe, I have it here, and I. Nope, I didn't have it here. But he was a, he was a coordinator. You know, he wasn't he has, doesn't have head coaching experience. Twenty nine years old, but they knew he knew the tradition. Obviously, being Todd Dodge's son, he knows he won a state title with South Lake Carroll. Um, he knows the program, and they took that risk because they feel like 
this is a risk worth taking. He might not be available soon. You know, or like it was better to scoop him up early, right? Mm-hmm. Because if they if he does work out, they have a head coach for twenty years, right? Essentially, it could be because. For him, this is a dream job. So, you know, for him, there is no step up from this. Yeah. So this is something, if it works out, that it could absolutely it could absolutely work out. And they bring back a lot of talent, too. And, again, it's one of those similar things to Allen where South Lake Carroll has the tradition, has the resources to be able to put talent on the field. So it's a big ask from Riley Dodge, but if it works out, they struck a gold mine. They <laughs> so. did. All right, we'll move to 5A. And, obviously, in the DFW, Highland Park has been – I mean, they won the past two divisions. Uh, sure. They've won the past two state titles with John Stephen Jones. Well, he's gone now. Mm-hmm. They got uh, Chandler Morris in there. What? But they're still it's like top I'm, two in the state. I'm telling you, man. Are man. they that? I'll, I think, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this much. Don't Mansfield legacy. I was just well. This, I was I was going to get to them. This is Mansfield legacy's year. They've they been knocking two. on the door like the past two. Two three seasons. Yeah, they they should have beat they should have beaten Alito last year. Um, if anybody watched that Alito Mansfield Legacy game, they they probably should have yeah. beat them. Um, I believe it, uh, if they had if the thing with them is if they can find someone else to take a little bit of pressure off Jalen Catalan at quarterback. Yeah, because he's such a great player in other positions that also asking him to play quarterback is just might be a step too far. But just from a sheer talent perspective. Man, Mansfield Legacy's got dudes. They've got dudes, and they were knocking on the door last year. I think that's a team that has a lot of motivation behind them to say, okay, this is our year to get this done. Let's go and see if we can bust down that door. Yeah, I, uh, Catalan, I'm pretty sure when I saw him play Waxahachie a couple years ago in like a winner take all, mm-hmm. go to the final. He was the quarterback mm-hmm. as a freshman, or he was like one of the second quarterbacks. Right, right. And he was running wild. Oh, he's and he's, he's incredible. Unbelievable! He's absolutely incredible. He's amazing, and and just and like like I said, if someone else can just help him plug up one of the because he plays like twenty positions, <laughs> like it's ridiculous to watch how much he does and how much he does it well. Like, he's not even bad at any of them. He's fantastic at all of them because he's such a great talent. But if they can have someone take you know whether it's a quarterback, whether it's some snaps at safety, some sna- somewhere you know because he's a safety at the next level, and I think his natural position is a safety, but he plays quarterback and all these other spots just because he's the most talented player on the field. But if someone else can just help him out, man, Mansfield yeah. Legacy could make a run this year. And then Frisco Lone Star's up there. They're like the only Frisco school that's able to figure out figure it out. And it helps like when you're the first for a school like that, it's like, hey, we make the state title sure. title game. Everyone's gonna move into your little area sure. when you got nine other high schools there and uh they're right up in there, Denton Ryan. As always, but they're losing Spencer Sanders, mm-hmm. so they got a new quarterback. That's a big one, yeah, that, and that's a that's a big one because he's. I mean, he, he he could be in the running for starting at Oklahoma State. I know. And so if you lose an FBS caliber player, um, and some people considered him the best state player in the state last year, he yeah. was he was fantastic for them. So and he fell to you know obviously to Highland Park and their you know juggernaut and dynasty. Did, didn't he get hurt in that game, or was that the year before? I can't remember. Exactly. I feel like there was once he was, maybe it was the year before the yeah. first year when when he got hurt or he wasn't playing in it, and it was like a oh we got we're getting robbed of a or in the middle of the game, he uh, I think it was last I think it was last year. Okay, you're like this was a matchup we want to see because Highland Park had the great defense. No, no, it was it was 2016. It was 2016. Okay, that's what I thought. Right, right. Um, so in five A, I mean, is Highland Park? Legacy. I mean, it's just a DFW. Uh, I mean, a, Lufkin's, Lufkin is Lufkin's the, a drop down from uh, 6A at number yeah. one, and this might be their year as well. Uh, Lufkin's kind of been 
they have such a good tradition there, and they have such a great fan base over there that I would I would love nothing more than Lufkin to make a run to the state title game. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, we have number one in our rankings, so you know. Yes, the typical Highland Parks, uh, Mansfield Legacies, even state uh, former state champions, College Station, um, are up there. But I would love nothing more than Lufkin to hold that number one spot and make a run because, man, AT&T is going to be rocking if the Panthers can get there. So you think since Des Bryant's out of a job, you think he's going to see if he's got any more high school eligibility left <laughs> get out there? I mean, look. He's, hey, he's, hey, see what we got, man. He's, he's, I mean, he's... Might as well do it. Right, if he doesn't right. want to play for the Browns, seems yeah. like the only team that wants him. Hey, go uh, Just try and see. I mean, look, it won't be. No one will uh, judge. Oh, just some big 6'4 guy <laughs> who wears 88 and is throwing up the X. No way that's going to possibly be Des out there. Let's see what we got. No, it's fine. It's fine. Des Bryan. <laughs> yeah. Desmond Bryan. Just please uh yeah, you're gonna need to shave so so you can look a little younger, Des. Just a little bit. Um so for the uh going to four A mm-hmm. or just a lower level uh classifications, who do you think are a couple teams that people uh should watch for? It, I mean Argyle's gonna be back in four A. Um Argyle had a kind of a slip up last year, but they're definitely they're definitely going to have a rebound year, and also I want to touch. I want to touch on five A Division two as well. Okay. I mean, uh, uh, Alito is going to be back. Of course, we didn't touch on Division two at all, but uh, Alito is going to be back. But Portnet just Groves, man, Roshan Johnson. If you have not seen this kid play, Texas commit right now, he's the real deal. Portnet just Groves. Don't sleep on those guys down there. Um, they're going to make a run. They're going to look. They're going to look be a lot of fun. Again, one of those players that. He's one of those talents that could be in that conversation for the best player in the state. So I just want to make sure that they get some love. I mean, obviously we're in the DFW. We have our own for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, echo chamber over here. Yeah. But if you see Port Neches Grove start start to come up on those rankings, do not uh, don't sleep on those guys. Well, I think the same things like with Manville. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they oh yeah they should have won the game they last should, year. Should have won the game. Credit to Highland Park, but they're gonna they're gonna be back. They have yeah. talent because. What what they're gonna have to worry for is the new the new school, uh, the yeah. Shadow Creek, um, the new school that opened up down there. That's gonna suck some talent yeah. from the the key middle schools. But this is the, it's gonna be their last couple of years of really having that hoarding that talent um, because now that other school is gonna start to come up and they're gonna be kind of equals going at it. So uh, Manville obviously down there in the Houston area is gonna be uh, looking b- before the before the talent suck starts to happen. They're gonna be yeah. looking to. Uh, Make this year their year. What do you think uh, about the division system for five A this year? Going right off the like right off the bat, we're going into two separate divisions Man, instead I, of the enrollment. I like it. Yeah, I, I like it because because I mean, look at it. You got look at Division One: Lufkin, Highland Park, Legacy, Ryan. At ten, you got Hutto, Angleton, Cedar Park. That's a fun division right yeah. there. And then in the other division, you have Alito, Manville, uh, Marshall. Let's see, Ennis. Cal Allen, by the way, shout out to Sam Harrell at Ennis making a comeback. His his uh, after battling MS, okay, uh, yeah. Sam Harrell comes back to lead that program. That's another team to watch out for. But getting back on it, I love that because you have so much talent and you let drop downs like Lufkin have their own thing. So Lufkin's not taking on you know uh, Marshall or yeah. uh, or um, Alito rather. You have the bigger schools separated to, for sure, and, and you still have big names like a you're level not, play- you're not diluting the talent. Base. Yeah, a level a leveler playing around right for because, again, the classification right. you're in, but it's still you still have the same amount of exactly because kids. because you can't complain about you know 
just because you're bigger doesn't mean you're more talented. Manville and Highland Park were put on an amazing show, and they're in two different divisions. Yeah. Right? So it's not diluting the talent at all, but you are it, – it, I, I personally love it. So yeah. I think it's the way to go. When do you think it's going to happen to 6A? Mm, that's a good question. Soonish. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to spec- – I don't I have no inside no, information. No, I was just no, – I, I know. I'm, I'm just qualifying here. that. I have yeah. no inside information. But soonish, uh, see how 5A does it, and then you know we'll see – when Allen's going to get eventually 6A Division One, <laughs> I know. And we've, I've talked about this with you even when we were at Texas State. Just sure. the disappointment of the two division mm-hmm. champions. Yeah. I, and I understand. Sure, sure. It's I mean, like, every, everybody, you know, everybody, everybody would want to see champion, the thing. Right. Everybody wants to see one true champion. For sure. Right? So. Is, that a big, is that a shot at the Big 12? <laughs> you can take that for what it is. But, uh, <laughs> no, but I, I get the thing. You know, when I, when I grew up, I was always confused. I was like, why are there two? You know, but. It makes sense to have to. It does. Allen shouldn't, you know, Allen is a big, huge school. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, they probably shouldn't be playing some of the smaller 6A schools. When I moved from Ohio, it was the most. I remember the first, I was like, what? Yeah. There's two t- two champions? <laughs> this kid, what? You're telling me these two teams are not playing. The, they're, we're already playing until the middle of December, if credit, not Christmas this year. I will year. say credit to some teams. Uh, they... Some teams do play each other the next year, like in the regular season. Yeah. Right? Whether that's just because of necessity, because no one wants to play them. In For the sure. But, you yeah. know, we do see that team. Uh, we do see sometimes they're like, all right, let, you know, forget it. Let's play each other the next year um, in some kind of unofficial one true Champions Day title game. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, it's more football. So. Before we take the break, what are for week one? What should be a couple games? You could go a couple around DFW. Sorry, I didn't yeah, really yeah. give you a head a heads up there, but uh, I but, just thought I'm like, we I mean, some, I mean, obviously the big out. one that comes to my mind is South Lake Carroll on Thursday. Yeah, um, Riley Dodge's debut. That's going to be fun, and they're playing South Grand Prairie, which should be a solid game. That's going to be a solid overall game. That's probably the one I'm going to watch out for. Um, obviously, the ones on Fox Football Days, Lufkin, Longview, uh, to get out of the DFW area yeah. a little bit. But it's going to be on TV. That's going to be a blast of a game. That's going to be a f- uh, the fan base is going to be absolutely rocking. Um, and I believe Waxahachie Ennis. I think. Let me double be a check. Good on. One. Let me check on that one. No, sorry, they play in September. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Later on in the year. Yeah, yeah. Let me double check on that one. But yeah, no, there's gonna be, oh yeah, no, Waxahachie does play Ennis this okay. weekend. That's what I thought. Um, so that's gonna be a good one right there. Sam Harrell makes his debut, uh, return to the Ennis sideline. That's gonna be a good sentimental story. If you wanna, um, if you wanna check out a game, that's probably one of my big picks for this weekend. Oh, and McKinney and McKinney North, they open the new uh, McKinney Stadium, which should be a juggernaut. It's so. uh, actually open. The concrete I, is set. I believe we're so. ready to go. <laughs> it's, it All should right. be good to go. So That's good. McKinney plays McKinney North, and I believe that is Coach Shaver's debut for McKinney. So. Okay. All right. Well, when we come back here after the break, we'll get into the college uh, football preview. We'll talk about Ohio State now that their decision happened, and I want to talk a little bit about TCU's uh, new starting quarterback, who I'm a big fan of. That's Sean Robinson. So we'll get into that and a look around the Big Twelve after this year break on the short thing on talk radio all right here on talk radio 1190 warren and ish here for the next uh, about half hour with you ryan is out getting ready for his honeymoon tomorrow next week i just want to say this next week uh i will be out and ryan will be out so we taped last week an NFL preview. We go division by division, give our Super Bowl picks, uh, and we talk about the Cowboys. 
upcoming season. So that's going to be next week. And then we'll, we'll, we will all be back, Brian and I, on for the first week of the NFL season. That is September 9th. Cowboys play at 325. So we'll full recap of that and everything. So uh, check out the preview next week. Should be good. All right. So the Ohio State situation finally came to an end. I guess you could... I mean, look, there's still a lot of... It, it, it ended. Let's it say. ended, as I said, <laughs> to an end, but it's still... But I have, We even talked about this, but I said on the show when it first happened, if Urban Meyer covered up the domestic violence and did not follow the protocol, he should be fired. Mm-hmm. You cannot have the Ohio, Ohio State be known as a university of covering up domestic violence. Like, I was talking to my family. A bunch of them are Ohio State grads. I was like, do you want... Like, when you think of Penn State... We all know what the first thing you think of is. Yeah. And like Michigan State now, you think of that and you don't want to be on the same level of those two schools. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what you think of the situation. I thought he was going to get I said he was going to get suspended 6 games. That was my prediction. Mm-hmm. I said if he followed the proper protocol. Right. But to me there's still so much gray area. I don't know if they did like I think the suspension is weak. Uh, right, exactly. One full game, well, and then you're able to coach co- during the week, right. practice the next two, and then you're suspended for the game. Right. If you're going to suspend them, suspend them for all three weeks. Right. And three, three complete weeks. Yes. Um, but even then, like, yeah, I expected six. I expected half the season because what I, I believe, I can't remember who tweeted it out, but I think it came out that the board of trustees didn't want anything to happen to him. Uh, he didn't want to serve a suspension, but the AD wanted to give him a suspension. No, the president. The president wanted to give yes. him a suspension. And I thought they would negotiate down to half the season or something. Yeah. And what, what three games told me was Urban was stern, stern in his stance, and the board was stern in their stance, and the president whittled them down to three. Yeah. I, th- I think they went in saying – I think the president went in with half the season, and they whittled it down to three, and then they probably whittled it down from there to just the three weekends. Um, which, I mean, it, it, like you said, it's weak. It's really weak. Um, yeah, sure, he's missing the TCU game. Who cares? Like, it's they should still beat gonna, TCU no matter they what. Should be, they should beat TCU. They're gonna, you know, Ryan Day by all indications is gonna be a future head coach yeah. anyway. They're gonna be fine. Like these aren't. That's not a punishment, especially when Urban Meyer is gonna be game planning throughout the week. I know, and especially with the news coming out that like, you know, he probably did know a lot more than what he let on, or you know, what was the other excuse that his attorney said hey, he suffers from forgetfulness or something like, yes it's all just really bad it's all a bad situation um and yeah in the end it's a weak suspension that really just doesn't do much or show that ohio state learned much from this situation no and and i feel like the president does care of like the president wants he sees what's happening in michigan state right? and now. he sees the other thing and he's like hey we need to take a stand right and was firing urban meyer would have been the right that would have been taking a stand and a half. Also, by the way, Zach Smith not fired yet, isn't he? he no, they fired him. They fired him. Okay, yeah, because Brian Hartline's right. the interim right. coach, okay, like right, right after. Right. But and then this goes into my point. All of this for Zach Smith, right? This guy, it's not. Who, even, it's not even like yeah. In, in a in a, it is all disgusting. If he was a great receivers coach, it still would be disgusting. He was terrible though. He's not no. That's what I'm saying. Like even if he was. It's still a bad situation and it's disgusting. They're defending a guy who's not even that great at his job. No. What is the what is the incentive? What are you, wh- why are you falling on your sword for this? Right? You're falling on your sword for something that you're setting your you're setting your program on fire essentially for something that really doesn't even All because you. he's Earl Bruce's grandson who was his mentor, mm, which 
Earl Bruce, Ohio State legend. But you're really that clouded by a guy, you're a mentor, that you're like, no way. You knew about this in 2009. Mm-hmm. Let's not like, okay, so say 2009 never happened and then 2015 was the first time. You're like, oh, okay, maybe I want to give the guy. Right. Maybe we'll give him the benefit, of, not saying the benefit of that, but we'll give him a second chance right. or something like that. But this has been uh, a pattern of behavior, and his wife constantly told him this right. guy is not a good guy. Right. And like Cardell Jones, when he got fired, was like tweeting, "Oh, this is great!" Like yeah. Zach Smith, like I mean, he didn't like him, and he was terrible receivers because one of the problems JT Barrett last year, the past couple of years, couldn't complete passes right. because the receivers were garbage, mm-hmm. and like. Yeah, it's just it's just it's a bad situation when it, especially when you find out like here's the thing Urban Meyer, I don't want to say he could have you know could have saved himself or you know absolved himself, but if Urban Meyer could have come out and said because it came out that him and his wife were actually their counselors essentially right? in 2009 I thought yeah, yeah yeah yeah. If he could have come out and genuinely cuz what I've what I've gotten from from this situation is that Urban Meyer genuinely thought him and his wife were helping. Right. Yeah, they, he genuinely believed that this was something that him and his wife could have helped them in their marriage. What we found, come to find out, is obviously they should not. That should that situation should not have escalated. They he shouldn't have tried to mend them, saying this is part of the marital process. You should. That was essentially what he was saying, right? Like, yeah. this, is, this is something you guys need to work out. Obviously, that did not. That's not what should have happened. But that's what Urban Meyer apparently believed. I think he could have been a lot better off in the public eye if he could have just come out and said i'm sorry this is what i this is what i thought i was helping i thought i was making the situation better i messed up i'm sorry we tried to help them mend the situation i realized they should we shouldn't have escalated it i realized that courtney smith should not have been married to him in the first place they shouldn't they should have been separated we should have helped her and counsel them in that regard as, as opposed to no just stick it out it's fine and that press conference right. after was like yeah just, look then releasing the statement the next day, you should never have to release a statement after the press conference if yeah. you did the right thing the day before. Right. And just his tone. He basically came out and said, my bad. <laughs> like, I know. That's not a good thing. Like, just story. say there's nothing wrong in saying, hey, I'm sorry. I made a mistake because you would, you may, you look remorseful. Right. And, and look, there's a lot of people that are saying, oh, I would have done this if I was, the, if Urban Meyer, I would have done that. Nobody knows what you would do in that situation if you're that if you're that person in such a high profile spot. We all think we would do the right thing, but we don't know what we would do because it does it has not happened to us. So who right. knows? Who are we to judge him? If, I genuinely thought I was helping. I'm sorry. He I thought he was up. doing the right thing. And look, it it. I don't know if you think, but do you? If he he took it up to Gene Smith, so he did follow. Eh, no, but it's just like it's, a. It's, it's one of the, it's the similar Joe Paterno thing. Like yes, yeah. you technically took it up to your hires, but your they didn't. Re- he, it was he. He was like, all right, I'll take it up to them, and then I'm not even going to check in again on it. That's, it's off yeah. my plate. Right. When he should have been looking at it and been like, hey, what's the situation? What do we need to do? This and that. Right. Any Zach's anything else I can do for you know, sure? Urban, I mean, yeah, you know, Gene's the AD, but Urban Meyer's the boss. Oh. Like Urban Myers, the Urban Meyer could do something to get you know if if he wants to make a power play. Absolutely, Urban Meyer has that clout. Oh, of and course. And so, just like Joe Paterno had that clout, it's all about you. Kind of, you kind of should be aware of your stature yes. in your position. So, yes, it should have been Urban Meyer checking in. Hey, what's the situation? Hey, can I help? 
what do I need to update on? Or, you know, is, is, you know, do I need to, do I need to fire him? You know, do I need to do this? You know, he should agreed. these daily checkups to, instead of just like, all right, it's out of my hands. He's the highest paid employee in the state. He's held to a higher standard than the rest of us. You can't be the biggest guy on campus and then not when you don't want to be. Agreed. Like, cause that was, that was essentially what it was. He's like, I'm the head coach. I'm the man at Ohio State. Oh, wait, nope. Off to, off to my off to my superiors now. It's like okay, you can't choose to fall back in a rank. Yeah. So and the Buckeye fans are not doing themselves any favors. No. And I will say this: Look, I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's still the coach because right. he's a great coach. But it's also like, I mean, he probably really shouldn't be the coach anymore. No, he shouldn't. And Jim Trestle was fired for less. Oh, way less. And look, he sh- probably shouldn't be the coach, but it's going to be a Alabama fans want him fired. My cousin who went to Michigan was like, I want him to stay just because I want to beat him once. Right. But it's just like, I don't know how well, I don't know if it's going to feel dirty for me or whatever, but it's, I don't think it will have the same kind of It's going to feel weird. It's going to weird. Him. It's going to feel uncomfortable watching him. And look, I'm still going to the Ohio State TCU game when it's at right. Cowboy Stadium, right. but it's just like, I haven't really thought of like what's gonna because he won't be on the sidelines for week four. It's just gonna be like what, what's gonna like what am I gonna feel? I guess it's just a yeah. I mean, just you're you're clouded by the winning. Obviously, like you're like you're like yeah. If if he hadn't won a national title, if Urban Meyer's been you know quote unquote a bust, if he has nine wins, he's probably getting fired for sure. And you're just like, it's great winning. It's great being in the playoff competition every year. But it's still there comes to a point when. We're in a different age now than we were ten years ago, mm-hmm. and it's you got to do the, the mor- right thing. The moral standing should, you know, in a in in a in a in a better world, in an ideal world, your moral standing should be able to say, "Yeah, fire him for sure, <laughs> for sure." But uh, that's not the case. Yeah. Uh, here it is. So we'll touch a little Big Twelve uh, after the break here, and then we will talk about the Travis Frederick thing to end up the show here on Talk Radio eleven ninety. Short thing, we're back more than Ish. Ish filling in for Ryan as we both got done with wedding weekend, going me, my cousin's wedding in Cleveland, and then Ryan had his own wedding and off to the honeymoon next week. or leaving tomorrow in Belize. All right, so the Big 12, we'll talk about that quickly. Uh, Kyler Murray named starting quarterback at Oklahoma. Seems like he's been around forever. But has yeah, know, like right? only played two games. There's really only crazy. started. I think I saw two games at A uh, and M. It's just it's crazy. I'm excited to see him play. I am too. I I know they rolled him out last year for one play in the playoff game. Yeah, and yeah, that was just like, a weird, weird. <laughs> just a weird situation. I don't know what was really going on there, yeah. but. And they got a they got a decent opponent, right? FAU is a decent opponent. Yeah. To like okay, that he, spread if, is pretty low too. It's like it's it's like. 14, I think, or yeah. 15. Like, it's, it's a pretty be, it's low one. It's going to be interesting because if he lights up FAU, that's not a nobody, right? They're not playing, you know, an FCS school. They're playing a defending conference champion. So uh, if he shows out, which <laughs> I do find it funny that we're finally getting Kyler Murray just because it's been like he's been the worst kept secret that like Texas high school football has been hiding because arguably he's arguably he's the best player of all time. In yeah. Texas high school football are definitely the most decorated. For sure. Um, and he hasn't very he's barely played so everyone's like slowly on the edge of their seats like trust us he's good he's really good nationally we're like we know right. him yeah yeah yes. texas knows him but nationally 
the state of Texas, or at least, you know, everybody who's doesn't dislike Oklahoma like Texas fans, but Texas high school football fans are telling the rest of the country, like, no, trust us, this guy's awesome. <laughs> He's really electric. This one guy who I follow on Twitter, uh-huh. I mentioned him, a big gambling guy. He said he's got him a 20-1 to 1 to win the Heisman. He said that's his value pick to win the Heisman this year. I mean, if, if, he, lights, if he lights it up. I mean, he's got If gonna... he lights it up. And I will say... He's only following a number one overall pick in Heisman winners. I know, He's so a lot of pressure too, for sure. And I mean, they're I think the clear cut favorite in the Big Twelve. Oh yeah, I, I mean West Virginia. If West if things click for West Virginia, maybe. I okay. I other than Will Greer, I know. I just I feel like West Virginia is just gonna do the West Virginia thing and just like fade and just win it, flop, win eight, win eight games, and then kind of yeah, just. just they all their big games yeah. when, who, when they play Oklahoma when they play Texas they'll just they'll just fl- I will say they got a murderer's row at the end I'm looking at the schedule now they end the season at Texas home against TCU at Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma I mean I just, so they they could be like oh they're riding high for sure and then and those games will happen they'll go two and two <laughs> or zero and four or zero and four <laughs> it just feels like and then you get Dana Holgerson going mad on the sideline which is always a treat to me I think absolutely it's just. Oklahoma, I mean, they should be the favorites. For sure. Lincoln Riley might be the best offensive coordinator, or yeah. offensive mind, I should say. When do you think he goes to the NFL? Ooh. I think, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he, I think he'll, I think he's waiting for, I think he has one more per, big promotion, because he's not necessarily wedded to Oklahoma, right? I think it's next year. You think it's next year? Because uh. 1 in 31, Hughes getting fired, and then they'll team him up with Baker, <laughs> and then we're on. Maybe. Yeah, it's not that, you know. That's pretty enticing. That's hey, not, you work with the quarterback you were a head coach with? Yeah, maybe. You, I will say, they can't go... Here's the, here's the double-edged sword with that prediction, though. Hugh would have to go win less than three games to get fired. And I don't think he goes to Cleveland if they win less than three games. I think if Hugh wins five and he still gets fired... Then he's like, okay, they, they showed some talent. They can. I think he's like, another situation, another kind of... Cle- you know, quote unquote Cleveland yeah, situation. Yeah. If they win five, six games, and Hugh still gets the still gets the gets the yank, which I don't think he will at that point. But if he does, no, if he wins five, he's not going to yank. The right. problem is, I don't think he makes it past week eight when they go like one and seven to start the season, and That's he's. Fair. And then if the interim comes in with some wins, then maybe. But I, I just think no, there's he's not that done to do that. <laughs> I just, I just. Think I'm also that, not trying to turn this into a Browns discussion, right? Right. And right. you obviously know my bias to like Dreamland, sure, sure. of that. But That's, you know, I, I I just don't think Lincoln Riley's at least right now. I think he has a couple more years in college because he's yeah, well, and he could he could very well be have a couple more years in college. And but I mean, he's a I'm one of the best offensive minds in the game. Well, he might be the best right college now, so. and I mean, including both. Yeah, he just dices it up each week, and it's it's phenomenal. Yep. And te- okay, so what do you think about Texas? I think Texas might be that sleeper Big Twelve champion team. You like, think so? I think that contender because if if you look at the the aside from the Maryland game, which was an absolute disaster, yeah, every game was close. It was every single game was close. Their quarterback situation, theoretically, to me, should be solved. It should be Ellinger. I agree. I like Shane Bichelle, but he's 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 like don't lose us the game quarterback. Sam Ellinger can be go win us the game. Quarterback. Yeah. So, and if their defense can still maintain its stuff from last year. Uh, Todd Orlando's an incredible defensive coordinator. Yeah. If a couple of those freshmen, you know, they have an incredible class, if a couple of those peppered in here and there can provide some awesome depth, man, Texas should Texas should absolutely be up there. If they go out, I'm not going to be surprised if they win nine games. I'm, actually, I'm not going to be surprised if they win seven again. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 There's a good threshold in there. No, 
I I agree, but I think this is like they also need to get off on a like a good start. One, they're catching Maryland at a terrible time for Maryland. Yes, <laughs> right? their whole coaching yes. staff is under fire. Right yes, now. they're catching them. They should have. They should pummel Maryland. But like they just need to get off on a positive step. Oh, just for sure. Obviously the Maryland thing last year, but it just seems like they're always just like. Playing from behind of right. a win. Right. Hey, you think this is an easy win here, and then they lose it, or it's like a close game. You're like, oh, we're not as good as we think they are, or like it's just like even though they beat Notre Dame, it's ever oh, we're so much better than what we were. It was a mm. double overtime game. Right. Those games are just, and then of course Notre Dame turned out to be garbage. Yes, and it's just like <laughs> yeah. a fluky. Those once you get to overtime, you could say a game kind of gets into a. Fl- it could get fluky or whatever, and we'll see. We'll see right away because they got USC week three, and then TCU week four. So yeah. we're going to see right away what Texas has, uh, and I think a lot of Texas fans are trying to figure out where's this Tom Herman offense, right? Yeah. They, last year, obviously, he you know talent issues, you know inconsistency, offensive line issues. They want to see what Tom Herman was. They need that Houston State, offense. Houston, yeah, they want to see that offense that he was calling back then. That. Uh, you know where he was dra- dragging out third string quarterbacks and winning national titles. They want to see that. So, um, but they have Tim Beck here, and I know from personal watching, <laughs> he is. Yeah, I know he just ruins it. He's just terrible. I still remember a guy up here at work's like, "Oh, we got Ohio State's offensive coordinator Tim Beck. Like, this is a great move." I'm like, Sorry. "I don't know what game you've been watching this year. You've been watching Ohio State, but that offense is terrible." But he was he was he was like proud he snatched up from Ohio State. But also, quick shout out to TCU. If I was just if getting Sean there. Robinson can get it going, man. This is my guy. Yeah, this is my guy. Uh, the Desoto. Yeah. I mean, that run. I was all in on him Ooh, then. That was, that was a beast of a run. That man. was a beast of a run. There's still game the throws. One of the games against the playoff game against South Lake at the oh, end of the first half, he threw like a laser right down the seam, and then he did the exact same play in the championship game right down the seam for a touchdown. If he turns out, could because here's TCU, Gary, you know Gary Patterson just pencil him in for eight wins. Yes, right. You automatically know that defense is going to be awesome. If they man, if he turns out to be a game breaker for them, oh, uh, I'm falling. I'm, I'm already, right look. Now. I'm already like this guy is. I'm already. I latched the wagon. I'm. <laughs> let's go, Sean. And so I was uh, caddying for a former NFL player, uh-huh. uh, like a year ago or whatever. And I was like, "Oh, so what do you think about the quarterback? Like, have you watched like Sean Robinson play or whatever?" And I go, "He goes, oh yeah." I'm like, "What do you think of him? Because I think the guy's got a cannon. Like this guy is like people think he's like." He went to lead eleven, and he goes, "This is like one of the best guys I've like natural ability I've seen." I'm like, "Is yes. he like people are sleeping on this guy?" I'm like, yes. "That's what I like to hear. That's what <laughs> I like to hear." But yeah, I think they're gonna. I think, I mean, Texas TCU and Oklahoma mm-hmm. should all probably be vying for that sure. uh, championship game. And again, I mean, we mentioned we mentioned the game earlier. You know, Sean Robinson's getting a test week three. Ohio right? State. You that defensive line be, is probably shouldn't be expected to beat Ohio State. No. But if it's close and he's not playing bad. Yeah, like, I mean, he's gonna like I said, and even week two at SMU, SMU is a good team. Yeah, like the, he's gonna get some, he's gonna get some licks early, so it's gonna be interesting to see how he holds up. All right, uh, before we get to the Cowboys, what is your prediction for the Texas State season this year? <sighs> I got. Mm, oh, uh, is it the year they go to a bowl game? No, <laughs> okay. I will say that right now. It's not <laughs> the year they go to a bowl game, but this is the year where we, where people who haven't been on the Withers bandwagon, get on. All right. I think that's my that's my prediction. I'm not, I I don't want to assign a number, but I do think. Actually, I will assign a number. I think five. I mean, they've got to get 
Like I think they get five. I think they get five wins. They've um, just got to get competitive in more games. Right, exactly. And that because first year was such a the first year was such a, a pass. Right, right. First year was a pass. Last year was was a disappointment. Right. Yes. But they have numbers now. They have FBS talent now yeah. in like almost every position. I think this is the year where people who have been disappointed. How were they, or they haven't bought in? I think this is where they jump on because again, it starts week one. Rutgers isn't unwinnable. It's definitely going to be a stretch if they do, but they could look good in that game for sure. They could absolutely go into halftime tied at eighteen or tied at twenty, right? Yeah. Rutgers obviously has. You would think Rutgers will pull away eventually, just because being a Big Ten team, being a, top, a Power Five team, even though it's Rutgers, but they should still be in that game. And if they come out. And look good in that game. Maybe pull off an upset. Maybe not. But if, you know, close loss or something. They got Texas Southern at South Alabama at UTSA on a down year. UTSA is not as good as they've been in the past years. Don't they have SMU too, or is that next year? No, that's next year. Okay. Um, but again, they this schedule isn't the worst. Uh, they got some teams kind of going through some rebuilds of their own, and they have all their toughest matchups at the end of the season: App State, Troy, and Arkansas State. All at the end of the season. Maybe you know. Get some, get some of the younger guys going. You know, they get in the groove. Not saying they'll win any of those games because that's a murderer's row in the yeah. Sun Belt. But um, getting those teams at the end of the season so you can kind of work yourself out during the season, it's awesome. And by the way, finally, the throwback game. I know. Can, I, we, can we celebrate the fact that they're finally putting SWT back on the jersey? Dean and I were talking game. about this the other day. Yeah. What took so long? I think it was. A, it might have been a rights issue. Was okay. I don't think they. I think they might. They. Uh, I don't know if they had the rights to put SWT Southwest Texas State. Okay. Or anything. So, but I'm pumped for that. I I want to try to make that game because that's going to be awesome, and I want some of that gear that they're going to be. Having. So do I. I. They should just rock the throwback colors. Like that would have been cool. Like just not with the name, just something. Just no. Oh, I just think they should just go back to the old colors. I think they look much better than that's just true. the maroon and gold, just in general. That's true. That's true. I hope they have their SWT helmet. I hope. I hope they yeah. go all in. I'm really excited for that. Uh, so yeah, if you hadn't heard, Southwest Texas State alums that who have been holding out on the university, uh, I believe it's the October 27th I, yeah, game. Yeah. Uh, New Mexico State. It is a throwback game. There will be Southwest Texas State gear sold around campus, uh, sold at the stadium, I believe. I don't know if it's at the stadium, but I know around campus. And the players are going to be wearing throwback uniforms. I'm pumped.